Welcome to Watch Over, a podcast devoted to all things Arrow and Elicity. Featuring myself, Jen, aka J. Buffy Angel, and me, Kelly, aka Calista Wolf. Be aware we do discuss spoilers and swear now and then, but we will always have fun and you will too. Hey guys, we're podcasting again. So Can you believe we planned to podcast today before all the news started like dropping and hitting fans and trailers came out? And like, literally it all just came together at literally It just so happened that it all happened right in time as for us. We're the right. podcast. Yeah. Cuz it's like Cause we it makes right us look place. like we really plan this well. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's, it makes it sound like we're like, oh, my gosh, there's news. We should right. podcast. We should pod- no. no, no, no. We had not this plan what before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, then, and then the Arrow people were like, oh, they're going to podcast. We better get something to talk about. That's what I feel like happened. Mm-hmm. Okay. So first thing to talk about, we'll do it in order of events. So Steve. Yeah. <laughs> Steven. Steve, he Steve, tweeted Steve. a picture he didn't tweet it he posted on his instagram a picture of emily and david and him at um it was i think it was the wb party at least a year or two ago um, it was during comic-con before this last one yeah okay and he put monday vibes mm-hmm. now Listen, he had tweeted like on friday or, or thursday or something about what an amazing episode episode seven was and it felt like coming home and i remember thinking is emily gonna pop up in this episode because he always refers to her as home you know and that when they came back to the show and she wasn't there it didn't feel like home anymore and like so when he starts talking about like this i was, so I was wondering that already and then he posted that picture i'm like oh you little stinker right because it's like <laughs> Steve is chooses his words in terms of talking about what's going on with the show mm-hmm. carefully because he's carefully. he's he's equal parts troll and uh, sly spoiler <laughs> dropper, like, but also fanboy because he can't keep it, and quiet. also fanboy because he can't keep his mouth shut when it comes to no. Emily. Um, so. Like I was talking with Tosh. Tasha, another great person to follow oh, on. Gosh. If you're not Instagram. following Tasha, what are you doing? She's she's hysterical. <laughs> like basically my timeline is Tasha and um uh, Casey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just, I just yeah. retweet. That's, that's like, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, that's a lot of mine too. <laughs> okay, I, she's at hindsight S I T E twenty. Um she's awesome. So she was saying to me. Because, uh, in case you were wondering, we were just calling ourselves all clowns because Steve got, like, any potential sliver of Emily being around. Gets everybody anything. excited. And <laughs> we, like, like, freak out We don't even know if it's so, true, oh God, so we're clowns. Is it happening? Yeah. But honestly, so, like, it tread- is because, come on, it is. I, they're gonna, it I is. just, they're gonna pay her a shit ton of money to get her back. I just, yeah, I feel reasonably back. confident. I'm she's not the even damn like, show. Like, yeah, I just feel on. like, I feel like Beth and Mark are just gonna, like, follow her to wherever she is, get on their hands and knees, and just, and just, and just sit down with her and have a blank check and just be like, 
tell me can a I, number. Can I say something? Can I say what? something? In conjunction what? with what Steve tweeted last week about episode seven and all the people coming back and feels like home. Around the same time, Thomas Taylor, Mr. Workout Guy, posted a video of Emily about like, oh, she's back at it. And I looked at the video and first I was like, oh, is she preparing for a role or something? Because usually does most of her working out when she's working, right? As part of her job mm-hmm. as an actor. Yes. But I thought that was very I'd, interesting. Well, you know what I found most interesting? It was black and white, wasn't it? The video he posted? Yes. And I'm like, that would be an interesting way to hide somebody's hair color. Yes. <laughs> because a lot he of people... usually post black and white. He usually It was weird color. that it wasn't color. I was like, interesting. Because yeah. I, uh, right. there was another photo of her uh, floating around. I don't know where it was. I thought that was video. an old photo. It was a and picture they, of her, one of her friends posted. But he lives okay. in L.A. So okay. I well, so everyone's like, "Were well, her hair still red?" And I was like, "I first of all, they can dye hair mm-hmm. from blonde like overnight. 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 This is, that's not a thing. <laughs> that that's going to be like, oh, her hair's still red. Therefore, she can't we be don't filming need to like, like watch no. her hair. To right. See what's it's happening. It'll they get handled, guys. Right. Exactly. She can like, wear a wig. It's can wear fine. a wig. Whatever. Don't worry about we it. We don't care about the hair. <laughs> no, um, not important. Yeah. So I would have said like, it's just it's just Steve being a troll. No. Oh, that's He's, what Tasha said. So she's like, if it was like, if it was like throwback Thursday when he posted it, it would have been like, okay, whatever. But he posted it on Monday, Monday Vice. And then David Ramsey replied to it and was like, yes. This. Dot, or this. Dot, dot, that's dot. what he said. Dot, dot, yeah. dot. So now we got the spoiler king getting in on the action. She's she's I actually Listen, believe David's for, reaction more than Steven's post. Well, and I'm like, there's absolutely no way she's not filming right now. No, as soon as I saw Steve post that, I was like, oh, she's back. Because honestly, there's no other reason why he would do that. And he wouldn't tease it if it wasn't a thing. Because yes, he does like to be evil, but he's not that evil. He knows how, what she means to fans. And he wouldn't dangle yeah. that if it wasn't a thing. Come also, on. I said if he's fucking with us, I did. Oh, what's yeah. that movie? Well, with everybody Steve was like Carell? threatening him. Oh, we're gonna come back. I'm gonna mess you up, man. I'm gonna mess you up because no, that's I not think, cool. I think no, I, think I feel legit. very I confident she's that yeah. she's back. And yeah. listen, Emily doesn't. You know, oh, there's no. a lot of conversation about what does Emily owe fans, what does Emily doesn't owe fans. Oh, listen, every time I hear that, I, I know. Get so listen. This is a job for them. Stop. Okay. And they're on to the next (laughs) gig. Okay. So I just, but to me personally, I would really appreciate it if she came back in terms of just cohesiveness. I feel like when you're ending, I cannot envision ending Arrow and having Felicity not be part of these final episodes in Mm -hmm. some way. It's really hard for me to imagine and I just I need them to, like, put a cap on it. I think it's hard. Even though we got imagine, a cap in 722. I just kind of I like, think it's oh, hard for us to imagine. It's hard for the writers and executive producers to imagine. It's hard for Steve to imagine. It's probably also hard for Emily to imagine. Listen, everybody right. and their goddamn dog is coming back for this season. And listen, it's her absolutely over. ridiculous to that they would not. That she wouldn't come in. You know, like, come on. Of course she is. Of course yes. she is. And they're like, not going, they're going to hold on to that spoiler biggest. as long as they possibly can. They are. They really are. 
Yeah. So okay. So there's that. So we did that. So we're feeling like okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah. It's happening. It's happening. Yeah. Then the yeah. second thing that happened today is there was a TV line article. Well, no, it wasn't just TV line. It's everywhere. Is it it's everywhere? I just it's thought. Oh, guide. is it on Deadline? Oh. It's on. Oh, it's it's on Deadline. It's on Variety. Is it for real? It's on. It's okay. everywhere. Not Kat, shit. It's good. Cat retweeted I, it okay. with a picture of her with Kim oh, okay. and Juliana. Yeah, no, oh, it's everywhere. Oh, it's, it's oh, a thing. Okay. It's a thing. It's probably a done deal then. Um, oh, it's is the way deal. I'm looking at it. So <laughs> it's got fuck. the main no, no, Okay, if everyone's expecting me to like hit the roof. Okay, first we have to tell what, what, everyone's like, what are you talking about? Okay, so there was an article posted everywhere amongst the internets um, that they are developing a spin spinoff. Yes. It includes it's Cat McNamara as Mia as the new Green Arrow, but right. they also said it's starring Katie Cassidy and Juliana Harkvey and Mia Smoke or and Cat McNamara. So it's the three women. So of course everyone's we were just expecting this to be new generation OTA, and we've got Katie and Juliana as the Canaries headlining it, which I have I have. I have well, a I'm, lot of questions. Well, I don't know if it's headlining. Question, no, I feel like it's it really is Mia and the new yeah. team. Okay, can I just talk about there. the language for a second? It's because really, I feel like that really gets hinky. us. Okay, I feel like that gets us worked up a lot, and it, does. it, does. it doesn't actually end up being <laughs> what we think it's going to be. Okay, Correct. when they say starring Katie Cassidy, Juliana Harkvay, and Catherine McNamara, we all think okay, that means they're the leads of the show, and they're going to get you know, 95% of the screen time. But if you reflect back over the years, as we've reviewed with Arrow, they're always saying Arrow stars Katie Cassidy, David Ramsey. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. and Katie has been billed as a regular for years. But what is all being a series regular, all that means, it doesn't guarantee... Um, I mean, they might be signed for a certain, I think they're signed for a certain amount of episodes, but really what the contract priority is, is that they have to give priority to Arrow. So Katie can't go off and do another, Katie can't go off and do a movie because she's contractually obligated, if it interferes with Arrow's filming schedule. She's contractually obligated to make Arrow the priority. They're not saying that she can't do a movie, but it can't conflict with Arrow. So... And, you know, she's been a series regular, and how much has that really turned into screen time? Now, I'm not saying that the spinoff will be the same situation. I think the thing that was shocking to all of us was we were expecting New Generation OTA, and we were like, wait a minute, what's going on with the Canaries? Well, can I just say that not all the headlines were beefing up the Canaries as They were, much as And I smoke. only read the TV line because I was out shopping with my kids, so... um. I was like, what in fact, TV line, uh, TV, guides, TV guides headline was all about like Mia's getting her spinoff and another ones are like, okay, so there's going to be a female centric spinoff featuring Mia, Catherine McNamara as Mia's mother. Okay. You know, like okay. most of them are kind of propping her up first and foremost. I think what they're doing is they're including the Canaries because. Well, that makes sense. Somebody because... in there. Well, no, somebody in there has this dumbass belief. That in order to do an Arrowverse DC yeah. TV show, you have to have this element of comic canon. Right. And for them, element of comic canon equals Canary. Canary. And so they're like, Zoe is a Canary but it also, isn't enough. Right. They got to have like a couple of 50 more in there. You know, <laughs> like so. 
I don't Whatever. know. I don't know how much they're going to feature, really. I right. think they're using them to try to sell the show to the comic yes, fans. I agree. And what they're doing is they're turning off both the comic fans and the Elicity fans <laughs> in equal like, measure. No. It's just like really <laughs> it's, bad. It's the same way they <laughs> mark an arrow. It's like, yes. oh, there's Katie and Elicity, and everyone on opposite sides is like, keep it. So exactly. <laughs> it's it's really not anything. Like, stop doing that, guys. Pick a side. Pick a side. They won't. They won't. Just pick a side. Um, here's my thing, because everyone's like, "Oh, I wonder, is this, does this mean I'm out on the spin spinoff and it includes Juliana and Katie?" No, I'm not. I don't. I don't. I respect people who do not enjoy those two actresses and don't like them. I think. I think season eight is going to be a very important year for me and Katie Cassidy and our relationship because <laughs> it could be a rebuilding year, guys, because we actually last year was our rebuilding year. I think she did a really, really good job as Black Siren, and they kind of hit a wavelength with that character that I could kind of tune into and um, enjoy. So if they're able to, what concerns me is now we don't have Emily. <laughs> I was like, was she palatable just because Emily makes everyone on Arrow palatable? Is this was it palatable because I just I really enjoyed what Katie was doing. I'm I I'm feel, leaning towards yeah. the latter for I myself. Feel, I feel for me, she was palatable because her story was servicing Felicity's story. Right. So that's my question as Am I going to find her as cute as I'm going to find her sass as, as enjoyable when she doesn't have the Elicity storyline to support? It'll be interesting. You know, like, okay, maybe if she's, like, walking around licking Mia Smoke's boots, maybe that's okay. Something. I don't know. I don't know. But. That's why I said this is a crucial, this is a crucial <laughs> year for me and Katie and our relationship yeah. because I happens. don't, ooh, we'll yeah, what, what are we doing with her? What are we doing with her? And I think whatever version of uh, Laurel Lance we end on is the one that's going to end up in the spinoff. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think here's where I'm really, really excited. It's on the internet. Yeah. Which is good. That's really there. good, you guys, because it means that it's they're happening. firming up. Yeah. Now, no, like it, they it said they're going to. Really firm. Well, like, they said I they're going to do a backdoor. Did Mark it. tweet it? I yes. Think he did. Okay. Yeah, buddy. That's what I wanted. That's yeah, I'm pretty sure he All did. All right, good. All right, Mark's tweeting it. That's good. It's basically a done deal. So oh, this whole, we're going to do... Oh, I wish I have to send him an email. I went to um, his profile and all the little balloons popped up. Happen? Yeah, he, he retweeted the Entertainment Weekly article where it oh. says, Arrow developing female-centric backdoor pilot starring Catherine McNamara. And he said, never say die. Oh. So. Yes. Yeah. It's happening, guys. I'm excited now. Well, um, so the fact that so here's what I thought was a little so they're saying they're doing a backdoor pilot in season eight. Quite frankly, yeah. I feel like we already did the backdoor we pilot totally in seven sixteen. So it's fine. They wouldn't the have right. I think that you know it's fine. I'm really not. If they yeah. are going all out like this, it's gonna be uh, difficult for me to imagine a world that Pedowitz has not already signed Same off yes. yeah and we're getting oh they they totally so. tried to smoke us over this summer oh no we haven't talked about it. yeah you fucking have just shut up down. it's happening guys come on yeah that makes me really excited that um oh it's his birthday the first day of production on crisis infinite earth and the day before the first day of production of carnival row i don't understand how he doesn't die 
I don't know either. Like, um, can I life? talk about something <laughs> for for a second? Okay. Yes. There's a there's another little blip in fandom this morning that doesn't really is kind of like adjacent to our fandom, because um, you know they've been bringing back all these people like from other shows, like even outside the Arrowverse, just like bringing in all these DC TV people, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Michael Rosenbaum, who played Lex Luthor in Smallville tweeted he said friends many of you have tweeted and asked me about joining the infinite crossover i cannot tell you how much this means to me i'll just be straight up about this wb called my agents friday afternoon when i was in florida visiting my grandfather in a nursing home their offer no script no idea what i'm doing no idea when i'm shooting basically no money and the real kick in the ass we have to know now my simple answer was pass i think you can understand why i hope this answers all of your questioning questions lovingly rosenbaum now there's a Can lot I just of say different... that i as i was doing right now uh audibly snorted when i read and no money yeah here's my thing like there's there's a lot of different reactions to this on the one hand yeah totally his prerogative to be like mm, not my scene baby thank you but on the other hand enough of his fellow actors have joined it that it tells me that it's not really for them, at least, about the money so much as it is the fan service. And it's, it, it yeah. kind of becomes one of those tricky, do it for the fans, do it for the, the exposure and the buzz. But you're not yeah, doing it necessarily for money. You know what I mean? I and so I his, his reply comes watch. off a little snarky. I didn't. But it's I didn't like well, I think he's pissed, pissed right? at fans yeah. for being pissed at him. So when yeah. he kind of had I that think, undertone that they weren't giving giving right and here's the thing i feel like there's there's a more diplomatic way to say it like oh sorry it doesn't fit in with my schedule i wish i could be there for you guys i'll you know i'll be cheering my co-stars on end of story like he didn't have to make it so i I guess i don't (laughs) put wb on blast so like is he like the diggle of smallville like i didn't watch smallville so like would this be like having all steven and emily and then like like, David doesn't want to come back. He's a big part of the fandom, yeah. Okay. Well, sorry, Smallville guys. <laughs> I, don't I, I don't know what to tell you. Like, it's an interesting thing. On the one hand, I'm like, yeah, you tell him, Michael. And then on the other hand, I'm like, God damn, dude. You know? It's like. <laughs> How about you throw a torch on that bridge while you're crossing it? <laughs> yes. I don't know. I don't know. It's. it's I, uh, I just love. I have. I just so, so love when when actors and celebrities are unfiltered yeah it just cracks oh, it's always me up. fun a little a little glimpse behind the curtain yeah about the curtain it's just i, I just i love it <laughs> it just it makes me really happy um okay so that so no does so to answer the question does this throw me off um arrow the spinoff no not even a little bit but i don't I don't I don't hate Katie Cassidy's presence on Arrow um all the time like I hated it I hated it in certain seasons because these freaking writers never know what to do with her so like I was super ready for her to go in four because she was literally just standing in a scene with her arms crossed with no dialogue so and season yeah. six was even worse because her she well should have been be a super villain and she was not and they turned into like this 
victim of Diaz. And I'm like, what? That the? was super weird. I'm like, this is Here's the thing. weird. But like, seven feeling, was good. I feel like they kind of got it, you know. My feeling on the spinoff is kind of the same as it was before it was announced. Like, I don't know. Maybe. Um, here's the thing. It's if they announce uh, Joseph and Ben, you know, then, yeah, I might watch. But if they don't, then I'm like, oh, I don't know about that, you know. <laughs> but they, they got to have Connor and William. I mean, well, oh, if they yeah. don't, that's ridiculous. So, like, if they do have them, yeah, I might watch it. I don't know if I will or not because, A, it's so hard for me to watch CW shows right now anyhow. So I'd probably be watching it on a bit of a delay anyway. Um, I don't feel like I'm necessarily going to be part of the fandom anymore. You don't know. You don't know. No, I don't know. But, I mean, I feel like I'm not going to be... I'm not going to be on. Twitter I don't think you're ever going to be one of those people that's like, I'm done and I don't have no, any but here's the thing. on anything. This is how I feel just having, you know, since this hiatus and everything. I feel like, like, there's a lot of shows I watch, and I, but I don't necessarily go on Twitter and interact with the other people that watch the shows and, like, get really hyped for spoilers and stuff. Like, I just watch and enjoy. And I feel like it might be kind of like that. I don't really feel an interest in diving into it on twitter i'm like i'm just like no well, I'm, twitter I feel as like a I'm, conversational I'm, tool I'm is awful oh it's just, it, well it is okay. awful but i mean like tumblr too like i don't i don't feel like i'm gonna be at that level of fandom for it i'll probably watch it yeah because i want to see what oliver and felicity's awesome child does but <laughs> i don't feel like i'm going to be like super mega invested if i do you know what I mean? If, does that make sense? I am not making any... Um, You're not making any promises? Either <laughs> way. I got to see it. Like, my obsession yeah. level, like like I said, I don't obsess over shows um, frequently. Yeah, no, neither do I. But I would it's say going into the spinoff, it's primed for my obsession, depending <laughs> they, on what they do the with it. they got elements there. <laughs> like, I'm an easy cherry to pick. They just got to yeah. pick me and just roll with what yeah. I want. And yes, it even includes canaries. The question I have is since this is a 2040 plot, potentially, isn't that They're what we're gonna saying? They're going to be 50 years old. Yeah, 50 year old. Okay, canaries. so are we're, we're putting Juliana and Katie in old lady makeup for the rest of their life, for the whole show? That's confusing to me. It's really Or strange. does this give a hint at what's going to happen at the end of Arrow? Maybe like the future kids come through time to the present or something. Yeah, I doubt that. I doubt that. I was like, listen, I'm not that. I don't have to go in the makeup chair. That's Katie and Juliana's deal. And if I, hey, if they're paying me this much money to do that, fine. But yeah, I'm just, I was just a little. There's, a, there's some questions. I have questions. I have questions. <laughs> okay. What's I mean, the third thing to talk about? trailer trailer oh the arrow writers tweeted your thoughts on the trailer in three emojis go and uh fan replied and said i miss felicity smoke okay <laughs> and they replied so does oliver queen oh and i'm like guys can you not that's not it's even enough. fair. It hurts me. It hurts my soul. Okay, so the trailer dropped. Listen, I love trailers. I do. I love them. I just, I don't, they get me excited. And here's the situation that I started screaming. 
Oliver in the trailer is looking at the picture that we all have as our Twitter profile, <laughs> our Twitter icon pictures of Felicity and him holding baby Mia. There's a photograph, i.e. like the same kind of photograph that he had of Laurel Lands those fucking years on Lee and you. And I spoke it into the universe and it happened because the universe likes me. And I'm it so knows. excited about it. Like I was, this is like my low key pettiness when it comes to Laurel and Oliver and how awful they were. I, I can't remember what podcast we talked about, but I do recall saying, I really want him to be carrying a picture of Felicity <laughs> and Mia. I'm pretty sure I said Felicity with him and it happened because Arrow writers are equally as petty as me. And that's why I like them. <laughs> God bless him for it. Um, I thought the trailer looked really good. It's a lot of tugging at heartstrings. There was an image of Steve crying. Uh, Diggle is with him. Good action. It's it looks very similar to um callbacks from the pilot. Uh, had Colin in there. Lots of action. Mia had a nice shot of Mia in there, which I was excited about. The the thing I was actually more excited about, um, not more excited, but after the picture, the next thing I was excited about was they had a picture of J. They had a shot of JJ dressed as Deathstroke. I saw that. I was, and I was like, like Ooh. Ooh, he looks He's hot. Kitty. He looks hot. <laughs> I was like, oh, am I gonna have to? Am I gonna have to ship Deathstroke? He looks real good, guys. Real good. So he's that actor is like the per- he looks like David Ramsey. They would not make this potential villainous dude this young and cute if they did not intend to do some sort of romantic entanglement. This is Love the CW. Triangle. I know the rules. This is the show that I like. Thank you. I love love triangles. Everyone's like, we hate triangles. I'm like, not me. They're the fucking best. I don't know why I like them. I just do. Because you know what it is, guys? It makes you. It's a gut. It's a gut check. Think about what you want love to be and you pick a side. Actually, except on this one, I don't want to pick a side. Because I just, it's like the perfect situation where I, I can like both of them. And I've never had that happen. I've always like been just very violently disliking one side of the triangle versus the other. And I think this situation, because I really like Connor... And I don't know, JJ looks hot in the Deathstroke suit, so that's about 50% of it right there for me. So I feel like I'm going to like them both. And it works out great because Mia ends up with a John Deagle son. So who, it's like win-win. Yeah. Which is why that's they're awesome. doing it. That's why they're doing it. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so glad you're so excited. I'm just so happy right now. I'm just so happy. So I am. So, so yeah, I mean, if you want to be really upset about Katie and Juliana being a part of it, totally cool. I get it. I would caution you. We're just not 100% sure what that is actually going yeah, to you result don't know what in, the in terms of, of. I think it could just be a method to try to sell it. I think you are right very, very correct. And I think they have done possible. this before. I think it's entirely <laughs> possible that Greg Berlani could see violent fan backlash and be like, hmm, maybe we need to rethink our angle on this. <laughs> yeah. like, that's also entirely possible. It's like Katie so. signed to 15. If you're Greg pissed about red pen, if you're pissed about crosses it, it out, by all means, let Berlani know. It might help. Right. I don't know. So <laughs> Greg's on Twitter, sees the anger, 
takes a pen, crosses out on her contract <laughs> 15 episodes, and goes down to two. <laughs> you know, you Gets never know. Gets white out like the 15 was never there. <laughs> Listen, Elicity didn't happen because of the fans, but the fans' reaction to Elicity certainly helped it become a major focus on the show. So, yes, talk up what you love, ignore the fuck out of what well, you hate, and I'm- you'll get... Yeah, something good out of it. But here's the other deal. Like I, like, like, like we were saying, they already did a backdoor pilot in seven sixteen. Yeah, they totally did. So what was seven sixteen? I don't know. That was basically Mia, Connor, and uh, that's what William. Yeah, like ninety percent of it, and then you've got Canary Crisis chicks, whatever Canary Network, whatever popping up for five seconds at the end. I think isn't that how it went? Like I'm starting to skew my episodes because I'm getting. I think old. that was in 722. Who's like? When oh, was eight, it? She wasn't yeah. even a part. Okay, yeah. so I I think I think what will be good, and will give us a, a somewhat palatable uh, taste test of the spinoff will be whatever quote unquote backdoor spinoff round two that they're doing. It'll be interesting, and you know what? To take up one of the Arrow episodes to do this kind of already feels like well this explains when steve it. said he was only doing nine out of ten episodes in oh season yeah eight. that's right this explains why i thought he said he was doing <laughs> did he oh he did nine okay you're right he's doing so nine out seven. of ten yeah, yeah so that's basically everybody except for the people who i mean obviously he wouldn't be in the spinoff because no <laughs> i mean my thing with like um with juliana i mean she's kind of uh, I don't. I don't hate Dinah. I don't love Dinah. I'm just kind of like meh. Whatever. Very indifferent. So yeah. I was. Yeah, I was expecting some kind of meh aspect. I always here's what I don't like about it. I don't mind them being included. I don't like their names up next to Catherine's in lights, as if the three of them are the big stars. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't like that aspect. I understand what they're trying to do. They're trying to kind of, they're like, we can't really do birds of prey, but we can kind of do something like that and we can capitalize on girl power because that's popular right now. And so we'll do this and it's like, mm. if <laughs> If we get... <laughs> that's not quite it, I mean, babes. <laughs> could, yeah. Could they, like, I don't know. I just feel like Dinah's personality needs a little work. It needs a lot of work. They need to get their ducks in a line on that. I actually feel better <laughs> about Laurel being part of it than, than I do Well, Dinah. here we had Dinah like shit-talking Felicity right. to Mia right. for half of right. season seven. Right. And now she's going to be like front row center in the, in the spinoff? Pretty much. Exactly. I think the fuck no. not. Uh-uh. <laughs> Honey, no. And I am very excited. I really, really love Laurel's snark. They've made her bitchy, which I really feel like is Katie's wheelhouse. She knocks that shit out of the park. So if they keep that this year, um, I think we'll be okay. Yeah. And then, yeah, it just depends on. But, yeah, I agree. I totally agree with you that this is a, it's almost like they're they're sticking with this. If we can't make um, everybody happy, let's make nobody happy. So yeah, it's like. That's, that's kind of the scene. It's like we're going to have the Elicity Baby and OTA, New Generation. But you got to deal with some canaries. And you guys got to deal with OTA and, the you know, Elicity Baby. But you get your canaries. It's like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> 
Thanks a lot. So I'm still going to watch. Yes. I, you know, I'm sorry. There's like, there's like a contractual obligation in my obsession that if there is like as oh, Cammy and Ray, Cammy Ray Cammy said, Ray, yeah. yeah, if there's any <laughs> DNA of Felicity Smoke still on my television screen, I'm obligated to watch. <laughs> that's pretty much, that's where I'm at. Sorry, that's guys. Accuracy. Sorry. But yeah, I actually <laughs> think a lot of this could eliminate, it could eliminate some of the problems that I have with the two characters now that it's not because I think a lot well no never mind I'm gonna take that back because we're gonna have the new ATA and they're not gonna get as much okay never mind I just did a whole thing in there with my head and it wasn't yeah. that interesting so we'll move on <laughs> <laughs> <Sounds Trust good>. <laughs> <laughs> I have issues all right um so what else were we talking about oh our we're songs doing- yeah, we did songs. That's the whole point of Yeah, this, this is actually this is our proof that we planned this before all the news because we came up with our favorite Alyssa songs. Yes, we each came up with the top ten list yes. of songs that like have made us think about Elicity that have been like our Elicity songs yep. from the beginning. Yep. To now. Yeah. Yeah. So are we going like from <laughs> ten to one? Well, yeah, well let's well I'm mine aren't in any kind of order. <laughs> <laughs> Mine aren't really in any kind of order except for the number one one. That well, one yeah, is my like number my one is number one. We'll, we'll save our number ones. We'll for save last. our number okay. ones for last. The rest okay. of them is like, whatever. So, okay. like, <laughs> you do one and then I'll do one. And then you oh, do I got to pull up the one. thing. And um, you do one and I'll do one. And then, hang on. Oh, I did DM it to you. And these are awesome, great, great, great songs. Yeah. And luckily, Probably the like, had too many of you. Okay. Well, and I got to say, um, a lot of my songs that I love are fic related because they've inspired me to write fan fiction. I'm very, when I write fan fiction, I'm very, music is a really big part of my creative process and it's how I see the scenes. I have to have the song picked out first. I'm weird. I can't help it. Um, so I've literally heard songs and then just been like, oh, I'm going to make a fic out of this. That's kind of how it happens. I've done that before too. That's a lot of fun. It's really fun. Okay, so um, off that. So I love You Are In Love by Taylor Swift. It's probably one of my favorite Taylor Swift songs. I could have a whole subsection of Taylor Swift's elicity songs, but I'll keep my Tell me why you like this song for Elicity. I think that I like this song for Elicity because it's a lot about finding that relationship that has the strong supportive friendship base. I love the line where um, she says that, you know, he looked at her one night and said, you are my best friend. And I also like that line where um, she talks about um, the guy keeping his word. Because I feel like that was really, um, for Oliver, he found his best friend in Felicity. And for Felicity, she found a man keeps his word you know so she can count on it. she can count on him and it's just a really really pretty song it's like a really nice dancing song i had it be the song that oliver and felicity danced to at the end of my once and forever queen fan fiction Aww. so that's why i love it i know it's a lovely song i know okay let's see i need to mention the song i need my girl by the national <gasps> i'm really excited that you put this 
think that was on my extra list. I think it probably was. There's a lot of my songs yeah. on my list. That I'm are so on glad you did this. Oh, oh yeah, there um, it is. Twenty. Yes, I need my girl by the national. Yeah, yeah, I need I need my girl. It's just like obviously. Felicity is Oliver's girl. He's referred to her as that many, many times. But it's like, it's also, the heart of it is true. He needs her, you know. And there's just, there's something about the lyrics and, that, and the sound of that song that just kind of really brings me to, like, season two, you know, and just, uh, Oh, yeah. Because it's got that kind of, like, gritty indie sound yes. to it. The National is indie so i like that music a lot so um do your favorite elicity songs relate to fan vids at all because that is also oh, a yes. big part of it no no in fact there I is a national there is a, a video for this and i think it was deleted because i can't find <gasps> it and i'm devastated no. devastated because the vid because it was by was that guy it was by that guy who's like this professional vidder he like he'll oh, just drop them it was like he'll just drop these vids occasionally that you're like are you like a are movie you director <laughs> <laughs> like who are you yeah no oh, it had a great vid sad. yeah so a lot okay. of these if you're like oh i like this song what i would recommend go into my go onto my youtube channel um or just go into YouTube, put and type in the, it in the title of the but song. But I've already done all the work for you, so yeah, if and, you don't want to pop up, a lot of these have vids. Yeah, so some of them don't. It's Jay Buffy. Some of them it's Jay Buffy Angel, <laughs> eighteen, and yeah, just go into my favorites list and type out on the search engine the song, and you're gonna find ninety-five percent of my songs on here come from Alyssa Vitters. Yeah, it's just songs. the way it is. I'm okay, really your upset next song. now, so I'm like looking for the next okay, I'll look for it I'll look for it later <laughs> um okay so um I'm gonna do I love I'm just gonna jump around a little bit is that okay I don't care okay we're good okay <laughs> um I love the song beautifully unfinished by Ella Henderson okay I don't think I've heard that one it's so good it's about a relationship that's ending but it's not ending it's like it, they're they're in this Very like stasis. Four. Oh god, it's so <laughs> great! I was like on repeat for season four and season oh, five. Um, they're like in this stasis of uncertainty, and the song is basically like maybe that's just where we're gonna stay, you know? Where it's yeah. like we're not really fixing anything, but we're not really over. Luckily, they move past the song, but it's really, really, really great. If you're like upset and sad about Elicity being broken up in season four and season five, you just put well, on some Ella Henderson and you cry. I've got a good, <laughs> a good broke breakup song on my list. Um, okay, good. That, mine is actually kind of like a later season five kind of song. Interesting. Okay. And it is "Out of the Woods" by Taylor Swift. <gasps> that is such a good one. Because are we out of the woods yet? Are we out of the woods? Are we in the clear yet? Yeah. You know, it's it's they're almost back together. They are yeah. almost back together, and that felt to me at the time a lot like how they were coming back together. So I listened to that song constantly. That there was a lot of Taylor Swift for me in season three. <laughs> in fact, I'll roll into that because my like number one after or number two. So I love "You Are in Love" by Taylor Swift, the second one, and this is 100% based off of fan vid. Is This Love by Taylor Swift. Oh, it's good basically song. 309 Fantastic. to 313. It's just 
It's so good. Like the lyrics on it, like it's this love came back to me. Gotta, you know, you know, yeah, let perfect. it go. Like there's perfect. even a line about like sinking ships or something or something. It, I and mean, it, it, it could be true for the end of season three. It could be true for season four, season five. Right. It could be true for him being in prison. It could be true for him being monitorized in season eight. It's like, just, it's, it's just true. It's, it's true. Yeah. It's just basically. Oh, okay. Uh, I think it's, I want to say that it's uh, legendary. Anyways, I'm not going to get into they that. Will look they will look it up. They'll look it up. Um, so yeah, that's that's my. It's just season three was so much angst. It, it was, was just the best, so and though. so I have a lot of angsty. Season well, three I've got a song here. for the end of season three. Ooh, and I've listened to it that summer probably once a day at least. I wonder <laughs> if I can guess what this is. Renegades by X. <gasps> oh yeah, that's a great one. That was them. Tossing their shit in the car and peeling out of town and just them. The two of them in an open road and all their problems stayed back in Starling City. Weren't you like furious when they used that song on The Flash or something? Probably. Did they? And you were like, oh my god. I I remember you like screaming about it in a DM. Like, that's bullshit. That's that's an Olympic song. That's OGM. And you were right. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm very protective about my Elicity songs. They cannot be used for No. Flash. No. <laughs> no. Stop it. No. That's at least the good part about The Flash and um, Arrow is they don't use a lot of popular music. They use yeah, I like that. I'll tell you what. I like them to leave it up to the fans. Yeah, I think it's I think it's good. I I, I can tell you as a Vampire Diaries fans, it was rough. They used a lot of songs. They used a lot of pop songs, <laughs> and if they used it for your no TP, I was just you you're were like fucked. I can't you're like the song. Ha- I will, we'll get into that at the end because it's a fun little what our no, number one no TP songs are because they almost ruined the song for you. Yeah. So well, the, I have a good one for that. Okay, good. All right. Uh, is it my turn? Yeah. So this is actually just an instrumental. Um, it's by, it's Sleeping at Last, their song Saturn. Mm. And Stephen Amell, actually, I had found this vid while I was writing the gift, and I couldn't come up with how I wanted the gift to end, and it, like, totally, like, just powered me through the gift ending, and those of you who love the gift will love this song. Um, I love the gift. So, <laughs> it was, uh... An amazing video by it, and Steve actually uh, liked it and saved it on his YouTube because there's this great uh, voiceover um, where it's actually they took the it's the dialogue from Rebecca on the originals that they overlaid it onto us like Elicity scenes, and she's telling she's actually saying to Klaus, it's okay to to want something. And so, like, the way that they showed Oliver looking at Felicity and then looking away, and he's just, it's like, it's okay to want something. It's okay to be, you know, um, to want to be with her. And then they also overlaid one of my favorite um, Meredith pieces of dialogue from, uh, from Grey's Anatomy. And I think it goes something like, you know, she didn't want to be, she didn't, she wanted to be alone, not because... Um, she was afraid of being happy. She she chose to be alone because um, what happens 
when the happiness goes away. Is that is that kind of loss is survivable? And it's that was so Oliver Queen in season three. So this is more of like Jen's list of favorite fan vids. Also, yeah, sorry. I have other ones that aren't related to fan vids, but like I said, almost 95% of it is fan vids for me. So, which I listen to a lot of music in the cars. Yes. In the car, so like I'll see the fan vid, but then I listen to the song and I listen to the song and I listen to the song and the song. Yes. It's just it's just how you enjoy your fandom time. Um, but yes, speaking that's my, of a that's song a really I listen to in the car a lot. During season three, in great anticipation of what was to come. Oh, I know what this one is. No, you don't. No, you don't don't know what it is. Do you know what this is? If you know what this is, I'm going to eat my hat. It's Take Me to Church by Hope. Yes! That's what I was going to say because you were on that repeat. Yes, because you had that on repeat and you were trying to get me to write a fic to it. Was I? Yeah, with a sexy. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> no, but seriously, I listened to that song, like seriously, from September of that year before season three even started. This is how certain I was that there was going to be an Elicity Love scene. I just knew it, and so I was listening to it that whole goddamn year, constantly, because I was like, "It's coming, it's coming," and then it came, and it lived up to the song. And I yeah, couldn't have been happier. Yeah, it did. Yeah, that's their song. Yeah. That, it's so good. That'll make the rules. So um, <laughs> what? You else? tell you tell you tell your next song while I let my dog out. Because okay, she's... sounds good. I'll pick one that has a little bit of a story behind it. <laughs> okay, um, pick a song. Pick a song. I actually really like "Somebody to Die For" or "Somebody to Die For" by Hertz. It's a little bit of a, a slightly overly dramatic song. <laughs> But I love it because um, it's kind of it's it it, it pinpoints a very specific uh, it marks a specific point in Oliver's uh, evolution uh, in terms of embracing his humanity. In that you know before it was just about survival, it was just about um, getting through the next day. But then when he meets Felicity, he's not quite prepared to live for her yet, but he's definitely ready to die for her. I would say particularly in season two, there's just so many instances where he's putting himself on the line. Um, And I, sorry guys, I am probably from, you know, reincarnated from the 1950s. I just think it's really hot when Oliver saves Felicity. (laughs) I do too. And I do love that song. That was actually on my alternate list. Oh, was it? Like, I love the part... Like one of my, it's such a, it was a very understated moment. I feel like it doesn't get enough play. But when Slade is in, he breaks into the um, bunker, mm-hmm. and it's Oliver, Felicity, Sarah, and, and Diggle like on the stairs, her and the he stairs. like flips yeah. her over the stairwell, and then he blocks her. Yes. It's and like he has his arm in front of her, and then he races out to fight Slade after he Diggle is get knocks down, and Felicity's right. like reaching for him. Yeah, that was beautiful. It was really one of the. They were so good at those little, little, teeny, yeah. tiny, subtle moments that you're like, oh my god, they're totally in love. We're gonna have babies. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, my next song is "Devil's Backbone" by the. Song. Oh, I love that one. Listen. It's been the the inspiration for so many fanfics mm-hmm. that I can't even keep track. And almost everybody has this song on their Elicity list. Almost everybody does because yeah. 
is just that perfect for them, particularly in those early seasons. Oh yeah, it's totally you know, Felicity. Because he's a bad man, Oliver. and yeah. she loves him. Mm-hmm. Don't take him away, you know. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's also super hot. It's hard to find a song that's like melancholy and sad, but also super sexy. And that ticks the box. Yeah. Do you know what makes, you, makes me even more sad? The Civil Wars are no longer a group. Some of these things are just flashy. Yeah, I know. Just gotta enjoy them. Yeah. Okay. All right. Next one. I'll I let my dog back in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love uh, "Better with You" by This Wildlife. They are kind of a smaller band, and I stumbled upon it. Um, can't really remember how, but it's just such a wonderful song about two people coming together and realizing that they are better together than they are separated and um it's a lot about the process of realizing that which i think really takes us into like you know from season three four and five up until when oliver and felicity decide to actually get married that you know they try life without each other they try life together and they just realize that life is better with each other and that's kind of and it's just it's a really pretty song and there's just a lot of lyrics that make me think of felicity so it's a good reason there's that one Okay, um, I guess I'm on the hook for another one here. Mm-hmm. No surprise to any that like I have to like cull through this band and like pare down how many I pick, but bet my life from Imagine Dragons. Yeah, that's another one. That's it's 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 good for just about any season, but particularly season Don't three. Yeah, it's really a great Oliver Queen song. It's a really it great is. one. In fact, Imagine Dragons is like Oliver Queen. He's song. basically Oliver. Yeah, he's yeah. He, he's the Oliver Queen band. <laughs> like if you're looking for great Oliver Queen song, I also really like um, Mumford and Sons for him too. Yeah, they're good. They've got some pretty solid ones. Um. Okay, so that was I Bet My Life, and then where am I at? Oh, I love Open Hands by Ingrid Michaelson. Oh, that's a pretty one. It's super pretty, and I don't understand why it's not more popular, because I think it's one of her best songs. I had it on my Elicity list. Did you? Okay. I did. See, this is why we're such a great team, because it just works out that we like similar <laughs> music, but then I couldn't keep it all in my... It's just it's so perfect. No, I had it, and it felt very Felicity. Yes. I, I heard that song... And it inspired my thick walk away, which is the very first fic I wrote, I want to say, before, like, like having taken a 20-year break from fan fiction. <laughs> I was very worried. Oh, <laughs> like, this might be terrible. Um, so, I, I, that might even be wrong. I might have even written another fic before that, but I don't think I did. I can't remember. <laughs> Anyways. See, I don't, like, everyone's song. like... It's super every- pretty. Everyone's like, Jen, do you ever read your fic after you write it? I'm like, I never do. I no, never do. And I can't remember no. what I wrote. <laughs> so I'd be like, no. oh, you wrote this. I was like, I did? I was like, oh, people okay. will quote things back at me, and I'm like, mm. Oh, I've had people like, oh, someone quotes some of my suspicions, like, from, like, the gift and stuff. And I'm like, oh, who wrote that? That's really <laughs> They're like, you did. I'm like, oh. Yeah, that, that has happened too. I'm like, oh, that's really nice. It's like, you wrote oh, it. Oh, that's a nice sentiment. Yeah. They're like, you, you should like it. You wrote it. I'm like, yeah. oh. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Um, awkward. <laughs> I, I, I have to include Something I Need by One Republic. Because, listen, Felicity had something that Oliver needed. And he didn't know it at first. 
you know, he had like a, the barest hint in season one. And then like season two, it's like dawning realization, shit, I need this girl. <laughs> right. Like, by the time we get to now, season eight, it's like, she, yeah, 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 yep. yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, will, he will openly admit that to anybody and anyone who will listen. Yeah. She has got something he needs. And right. It's, it's, it's what keeps him going, keeps him fighting. Yep. I love that. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Beautiful. Go on. Uh, so my next one is The Light by Sarah Bareilles. Mm, Sarah Bareilles. So that, that, that was actually inspired the final scene in my Thick the Ring. It's very, uh, it's, it kind of just feels like what waking up in the morning together should be for them. Like, it's just a really good sun is rising. They've just had their night of passion. So I wrote that I think at the beginning of season three, before they had the sex. So, I was like, oh, we can only imagine what the morning after will be. So yeah, that was, that was it. it's just, it's just very, it's just really pretty. It's good. And also, hi, everyone knows my obsession with the light, so of course there's going to be Obviously. light I mean, references. If, song, if anybody's if like, why wasn't on your list, I, I would have been like, What the fuck is wrong like, with you? What? I know. What? I, know. What? I included it. No, I included it. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got to include my next song is Grow Old With Me by Tom O'Dell. Listen, I have like, there's like a, a top three like wedding songs for Felicity that I like. But that one is the top because listen, they talk about their children being blonde. And <laughs> it just, it has such a happy, carefree, fuck them all, we're going to do this attitude to it. The song does. Us against the that, world. And it just really felt appropriate, particularly for the time in which they got married in season six. And I listened to that all that fall, like constantly. I would just get myself a journalist and listen to that song. It's perfect. Absolutely perfect. The most joyous wedding music of all. I've noticed that my list is very angsty, which is super is. on brand. I have happy <laughs> and I have sad and I have take me to church. So You have like a nice variety. variety. <laughs> like even my extra ones, I'm like, well, those are pretty angsty too. I have a couple happy ones, but no, mostly just angsty. So that's why my husband's like, I'm a dark black hole of it. Like Nick hates my music. He hates it. But he likes like super pop shit or country. So that is a big distinction between the two. I know. It's like super pop shit and country. Mm hmm. I don't know where he comes from. I don't know. I think he leans more country. Wow. Oh, God. Nick, we need to have a talk. Like, we are polar opposites almost <laughs> entirely in music, and we fight about it all the time. And so when our daughter was born, I instigated a secret, super secret plan that she will like my music better than she likes his. Like, I didn't Did play work? her, like, the baby songs. <laughs> I played her, like... <laughs> Oh no, my my children grew the up. The Carrie Brothers. <laughs> when my oldest was was a little baby sitting in his car seat in the back seat, yeah. I was listening to the Moulin Rouge soundtrack yep. on repeat. Mm-hmm. And his favorite song, my little two year old baby boy's favorite song, was the Sparkling Diamond, Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend, as sung by Nicole Kidman. He would be sitting there in his car seat with his feet kicking. He loved Yeah. Diamonds that was Lauren. She loves. Yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> she we were in the car once, and Nick's like, "What? What song do you want to listen to, Lauren?" She's like, "All the King's Horses." <laughs> and Nick's like, "What the fuck are you having her listen to?" 
was like, it's a great song. What do you want from me? <laughs> Listen, like, Nick, it's just the way it is. I was like, I my, have more time with her, so I'm going to win this war. And I my did. My children listen to my songs, too. So. I know. Ha ha. Yeah. Moms win that I one, also so. have better taste than he does. I can't help it. Yeah. It's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The next song that I like is, I think this is my last one on the 10, um, Follow You Down by Matthew Mayfield. I don't really I just it's like it's very much about ride or die kind of like even if you're yeah it's kind of it reminds me of Felicity kind of like that quote from West Wing like you know jumping into the hole with the person you know because you know the way out I kind of it was when Oliver was really in that dark place it just Felicity's like I'll follow you there and she helps pull him out and vice versa yeah so. God bless her. I know. I love her. I mean, what would this show have been? Nothing. It would have been nothing. Felicity. Nothing. Nothing. It wouldn't have been anything I wanted to watch. That's Mm-mm. for sure. Um, okay. My ne- last song before my number right. one. This is my, my penultimate song. <laughs> it's something just like this by the Chainsmokers. And listen, if you listen to this song. Oh, if you listen to this song, it's perfect. It, the lyrics could not be more perfect for Elicity. And honestly, I'm 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 surprised more people don't mention it because listen, she says, you know, I'm not looking for somebody with some superhuman gifts. Oh yes, I do know this song. <laughs> yes, it's Coldplay. Yes, I do know this well, song. Well, it's it's Chainsmokers with right, right, right. But yes, um, so it's it's basically. He doesn't see himself as a hero, but she's like, listen, I don't need somebody with super speed like you, Bart. Right. <laughs> I just need you all over. I yeah. Just, that just, is like one of the best quintessential It's a great song. I love that song. So, so much. <laughs> it's perfect for them. It's perfect for them. pretty much the most perfect song. Okay. So my number one drum roll please is light me up by ingrid michelson listen you guys this song i have this song on repeat i know because i'm so obsessed with it it's just like i was i had it on repeat when i was writing once and forever queen no that's not what it was um broken pieces perfect yeah my broken pieces moment when yeah yeah yeah. so there's a hospital scene but that's what I was writing. Uh, so, yeah. But it's just, I love the first line. Well, you're not what I was looking for, but your arms are open at my door. And you taught me what a life is for. To see that ordinary isn't. This is like right there. It's like, yep. I mean, that my heart. encapsulates my heart. them so much. Particularly yeah, what, you know, it's just like, because, you know, what what you know this whole concept of oh get married have kids that's boring you know no it's really not that's kind of an extraordinary gift you know so I just I love I love 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 and I love that neither one of them were expecting the other and neither one of them were expecting to have any kind of life that they have with each other right now but life yeah it's happened to the best and then she's just thinking about lighting light me up which of course Great choice. Thank you. I think we all know what my number one is. I think I'm I not, do. I'm not remotely subtle. No. 
My number one song is Demons by Imagine Dragons. Listen. Now, it's more early seasons. Seasons one through three. But it's, it's, he talks, he sings about like wanting to hide his darkness from her. Because he doesn't want to spoil the, the goodness in her with the badness in him. But he's like, I, I can't. When I look in your eyes and you look in mine, you see my demons and you're not, you're not flinching. You're not looking away. You know? And I think that's just fantastic. I mean, I absolutely love that there's a, there's a point in the song where he just kind of breaks down and it's, you know what? Listen, I, I, I can't escape this, you know? You and me, we're, we're in this now. And it's just like, it feels very like the seasons one through three evolution of this movie. It's the foundation of everything that they became. And I listened to that song so much in those early years of shipping this terrible ship of ours <laughs> that I, I just, it's its woven into the DNA of how I feel yeah. about Elicity. I know, like you can song. hear a song and just like you can't think of. Like, I'll be walking through a store, and if the song is playing, I'll just, like, stop everything. I'll like, grab whoever's next to me and be like, it's Elizabeth. <laughs> I mean, basically. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. love it. It's so good. So. Okay. That's my list. That's our list. That's our list. Okay. Do we have do we have a little bit of time to talk about, do you have a no TP song? Do I have a no TP song? Yeah. Or, like, do I a have song, a no song? Does he have a song that you used to love, and then they played it over with your no Listen. TP, and then you're like, oh, my God, it ruined the song? Can we talk about Radioactive by Imagine Dragons? <laughs> I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I love Imagine Dragons so much. And I, before I, I watched Arrow, I loved Radioactive. I watched the video all the time. I thought it was hilarious. I loved the song. I thought it was so catchy and awesome. And then I watched Arrow and I went, no! What did you do? Even though it's like a super shady song oh, it's to so play shady. when they're but having every sex. Time it, every time I hear it, every time I hear it, I picture it. Oliver and Laurel having sex. Banging and, and like, Tommy, ah! Tommy on the freaking street watching no! it through the windows. It's, like, it's, it's bad. Over. It's over. They ruined it. It's over. So mine, my one of, I would think, I actually think it's my favorite song of all time. <laughs> Oh, no. That's how devastating And it's a no TP song? Oh, It is God. a no TP. My favorite song. And I found this song years before I started watching The Vampire Diaries. Um, maybe not years, but a couple years. Uh, is Belong by the Carey Brothers. Mm-hmm. Love that song. And it got leaked. And it's really a sad song. It's really about the, a person realizing that they're not in love with this other person. And this other person thinks that um, they belong to them. And, and you don't. It's, it's about... I don't belong to you. I belong to myself kind of thing. It's a very sad song, but I just freaking love it. Um, And they played it when Elena declares her love to Damon after the sire bond is broken in the worst episode of my life of television. They play this song and then Stefan goes drowns in a freaking safe while Elena's fucking his brother all summer. I, it was just, it was like, and they actually promoted the song. They had the Carrie brothers. <laughs> Cause like it was, it's always about, Ooh, who, who's Elena going to pick? Who's Elena going to pick? And they, they like released this song. They say they're doing an interview and they were like, well, this is kind of an interesting song 
to choose for like a love like do you they're like they asked them do you think this is like a love duck like big love declaration song and they were like no (laughs) (laughs) they were like this isn't like what they use the song for you were almost like this is elena declaring to damon you use the sire bond inappropriately i don't belong to you it's about finding your own and instead they just have her be like you know whatever you did is fine and i'm in love with you and i mean Mm. it's a great crescendo song like they the way that ian and nina i feel like that's with like with radioactive when you yeah. watch the scene, you're like, if you ignore the lyrics, then and right. you want to go for some it's a big great passionate song. hookup. Right, right. Yeah, then sure. Yes. But if you it's listen to gr- the lyrics, it all like, turns to garbage. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, it was hilarious because, like, all the Stellina fans were like, oh, she's picking Stefan again. There's absolutely no way you're telling Damon I love you to this song. It's horrible. It's a complete insult. So, and instead, it's like, like Nina, they really, uh, I don't know if Nina planned this. I don't know if they like told her, I don't know. But her, the, the, the way uh, her speech kind of rolls out in the speed and tone and tenor really flows with the song extremely well. And it's like there's this build up crescendo and then they passionately kiss. And I'm like, I want to love this because this is like my favorite song of all time. But n- number one, it makes no sense for the scene that they're using it in. And then they do this like sad pan to Stefan, like, you know, I don't belong to you. And I'm like, okay, but are we really talking about which brother thinks, you know, like who's belonging? It was just a mess. It was a mess. It was a hot, hot mess. And even when the, when the right, the Carrie brothers were like, we don't know why they want to use this song in this particular scene. It doesn't make any sense to us, but you know, they paid us. So we don't care. So yeah, it's very difficult for me to like, I've had to have like a palate cleanser with that song. Like, I think there was, like, a Buffy and Angel vid that actually um, introduced it to me that I had watched years ago. And I just kept rewatching that on repeat because it's a great you, Buffy and Angel song. It. It's a great Buffy and Angel song because it's, like, you want to be with this person you want, but it's just you belong to something else. You know what I mean? You don't belong to each other, which I feel like is quintessential, wraps up the relationship of Buffy and Angel. They don't belong to each other. So I just keep watching that video over and over again, and I like to mute – I mute the, <laughs> the dialogue. I just like I can't. Wow! Isn't that like of all? I was so excited too because like when I saw that they're gonna use that song, I was like, oh my god, they're gonna use that song for Elena and Stefan. And I was so stupid back in those days. I was a young, young, stupid TV watcher. Young because naive, they never use. No, they don't back use. By the they don't use. Yes, it was like they don't use. Uh, popular music all that often with Stefan and Alina they do but not as often as they do with uh Damon Alina like Stefan and Alina had their own love theme instrumental so they played that a lot in the big in their big moments but um I was really excited because like oh this is gonna be one of the times they use popular music it's gonna be my favorite song and it was with fucking Damon (sighs) and it's like the worst episode of the series for me that they used it in it was bad guys so, so when I got to Radioactive, sure. right, when I got to Radioactive, in fact, did that happen on the same night? That might have happened on the same night. It did happen did on you, the same night. Are you kidding me? It ha- Well, the same week, because I know Arrow and Vampire Diaries did not, but Arrow premiered, it was 2012, right? Yeah, so that would have been season four of the Vampire Diaries. So I listened to this freaking, my favorite song being abused and just... A horrible way and then I get to watch Tommy no because that wasn't the season finale 
Okay, so it happened within a couple weeks. They ruined Radioactive for me, and then they almost ruined Belong to Me if I didn't have my Buffy and Angel fan bit to just, like, beat into my head. But that's that's the song that's supposed well, to be for. That's bad. <laughs> I know, Those really are bad. both are... terrible things. And honestly, Season one and one of season four of these ruined. two shows were rough. Were rough. Yeah, you I... know what I do? You know what I do is I turn around and I think, how many Laurel and Oliver fans love songs that are, like, so elicity? And that have the illicity fandom has taken like demons, you know, well, maybe I, they love these songs for their ship and then they see all these fan vids for their no TP. Right. And that makes me a little happy. Well, and I got to <laughs> be honest, it's always really encouraging to me because I know sometimes fans get upset that Arrow doesn't use as much popular music. No, um, I think it's great. But I, to me, the fact that the writers would have, um, a song commissioned essentially to be a love theme for the show instrumental. Mm -hmm. I think that, and they use Chris Beck and he's so amazing. Um, I think that's, it's very telling, particularly when you're in the beginning of a show, which, which characters are getting their own instrumental um, background piece because they don't pay that money if they don't have the intention of using it for a very good reason. So, right. And I think Arrow is one of those. Like they no, came I up love... with, with I mean, the unthinkable song. I mean, that's the Alyssa Love theme in seven or two twenty three for a reason. So they might I have love... even actually played it sooner than that. I love the instrumental over three twenty. I thought that was oh. so much better than if they'd used a pop song. Well, I also think too. The pop song stuff can kind of take away from the dialogue if you're not careful. Well, and it also kind of overshadows what you're seeing on the screen. Right. Because you can almost. Like, I will say one of the best times I've ever seen popular music used in a scene was uh, Damon Elena kissing in um, the motel. I think it was like it was Never Let Me Go from what are they called Florence and the Machine like it was a spectacular use of music because like the way they timed it it was very much like that run at each other kiss very like you know romance novel passionate and it was a really good use of that song but there wasn't really any dialogue so that's that's to me when those work the best there have been a few times that actual songs have been used for Oliver and Felicity and those are never my favorite Oliver and Felicity songs even the oh song they gosh, used in seven twenty two. Exact same thing. No, they're just they're just. Yeah, not. It's I like, downloaded that song. Like I really loved it when I, I heard didn't it. Even it. They, I didn't they even had, download it. I think they had downloaded. I think I think they had the musician actually the, I think she wrote that song for that scene. Um, <laughs> I think I I want to say that, or she was just super excited they were playing it for that scene. One of the two. Um, and I love it, but I don't love it more than any of the other songs that I had already picked out in my brain to be Elicity songs. Right. Like it's just like well, that also feels like a little bit of a dissonance. Like they'll play a song, and I'll be like, "That's not quite the vibe I picture for this couple." You know, it's just like it kind of, it kind of. Yeah, I have a hard time with popular like. Like when Oliver and Sarah hooked up, there's a really pretty song that they played and it's completely ruined for me because it was during Oliver and Sarah's hookup. Um, But that was a little disorientating for me. The radioactive was super disorientating for me. 
Um, so yeah, I tend to prefer when Arrow just uses instrumental. Yeah. And- well, here's the thing. Convince him in 320 was absolutely perfect because the music followed what we right. were seeing on the scene. Right. And it built it. Right. You know. Because, you know, he's sitting there writing out notes, right, as he's watching them. Well, the other one that we, I think, was, this was beginning of season three, was Say You Love Me by Jesse Ware. They had come out with that article. And they said they thought about using it, but then they didn't. But then they didn't. Yeah. Yeah. And I was, like, super excited about it when I first listened to it, and the lyrics were great. But then I was thinking, if they actually use this in the show, it's going to sound so weird. Because it does not fit with the tone of Arrow. No. At all. It doesn't. And that and and most pop songs don't really follow velocity. You know, and you're never gonna make all the fans happy because whatever's gonna sound good to me, you know, demons for Elicity works for me, but it might not work for somebody else. Oh, absolutely. Somebody else might be like, Oh no, I this is I do not see them like this at all, you know. The best they ever did with picking a non instrumental song for Elicity for me was during their wedding. Four oh one. No, oh. no. <laughs> I, have my, I have an answer. Okay, you've got an answer. answer. I love that they played at last for when they were dancing. Oh, at last. Yes. No, yes, absolutely. That was their first dance song. Yep. I had been listening to that. That was on yeah. my wedding playlist yeah. along with. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yes, um, perfect. And absolutely. so when they played that, I was like, mm, yep, uh-huh, yep, that's, yep, it. Yep. that's it. That's it. No, that's no, the yeah, one. I agree. Yeah. I What's agree. the 401 yeah. one? The 401 What's song. What's the one Jesus in 401? Christ, I don't remember. What was the name of that song? Um, they played it while while they were eating dinner and Oliver went to go get the soufflés. Shit, what was the oh, name of that Oh, hang on. Song? I got it. I got it. I got it. Give me two seconds. I'll find it. No, you won't. You'll never I find will. it. I <laughs> will. I will. I'm going to find it's it. It's hidden from you. Uh, okay, season four. Season four. Season oh, four. One. Oh, All Eyes on You by St. Lucia. Yep. That's a good song. Yep. Honestly, though, it feels... I named a fanfic after that song. Oh, did you really? (laughs) Yes, I did. Oh, you guys, I have a great website for you. If you're ever wondering, gosh, if you hear a song on TV and you're like, oh, what is that? Go to tunefine.com. It's this amazing website where these people catalog songs for like movies and TV and it's great. And you can find basically any song on any TV show. tip that you are looking for. That's how I find all of this stuff. If you're wondering like, how do you know what song is playing in this and what song is on that? I was like, cause of tune fine. And it's also a great, smart. I get a lot of TV. <laughs> I get a lot of my songs from TV. I, I kind of like, I don't know how they do it on television. I don't know if it's a producer or whatever, but I like that the idea of a television producer filtering through the, the mass sea <laughs> of music for me and just presenting songs that I'm going to like. So I also t- tend to look at the trending music just to see what, what the popular TV movie music is and that's typically another great spot to find it's up it's not it's typically not top 10 music that you're going to find on itunes but it's still really great music and it's a little bit more off the beaten path which that's the kind of music i like so that's my story. I I like pop music. I do. I listen to hits one on Sirius XM, and I'm well. I can't say I'm that I love Taylor. With all the latest songs. I know. I do. I do too. I, I can't say I like Taylor Swift. Be like, but I don't like pop. Um, excuse me. <laughs> do you know what I pop is? It. 
I like I like songs. I've always said like I don't yeah. particularly. It's hard to like, like pigeonhole because yeah, this genre. I I just like what I like. <laughs> My husband says I like depressing music, which I agree. I typically I gravitate towards you know, but I like Lizzo. I like all that. You know. Oh, who doesn't? I mean, who doesn't love okay, Lizzo? Okay, well, I think we need to wrap this up <laughs> so yes, I can do. edit it and get it out to the masses. There you go, guys. I think we Big news day, and we finally did a podcast. We promised like six months ago. So, yay! Yes, we did. Yay! Okay. <laughs> All right. See you next Bye. time. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week. Be sure to listen next week. Subscribe to Watch Over on iTunes or Google Play. And look us up on Twitter and Tumblr. Bye! Bye.